1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: Hello, everybody. We're live. We are live. <laughs> this is Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoof Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter Scott joined as always by my guy. Gabe Ibrahim for some late night hoops after game two of the WNBA finals where the Aces Gabe came out of the gates, swinging for the fences and knocking in home run after home run. I mean, my God, it was 19 to two to start that bad boy off. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so we just got the the, the game just ended. We were oh, there we go uh, just as we got on uh as we got on, got on. uh Sydney mm-hmm. Colson was dribbling out the um final 20 seconds. Final score 104 to 76.
2: <laughs>
1: um <laughs> these two teams have not played close games throughout the season, so mm-hmm. I guess it's not that surprising, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it is <laughs> That was something different from the aces tonight. I mean, I think, you know, it's really hard to even say like, yeah. wow, this person was so good. And wow, mm-hmm. this person was so good. It's They were all so good. And, yeah. and like you mentioned, take it back to the beginning, that 19-2 run what where, that? You, you know, there was some ebbs and flows in the game and New yeah. York may, had some fight, but like that 19-2 run to start the game really set the tone for what was going to happen throughout. And it was energy. Execution effort from Vegas that was just so far beyond what New York had to offer, and I'm not—that's not a criticism of New York. I just was so impressed by that from Las Vegas that they were able to bring all of that energy and and focus it into winning this game because they know if they win this game going up two zero, I mean, it, it looks really good for winning a series. So yeah, no I, I'm just really impressed. Let's talk a little bit about that 19-2 run. What did you see during that like first opening salvo?
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, first of all, can we talk about the two points first? Okay. It was the defense. The 19 points was beautiful basketball. Yes. It was beautiful hoops. Okay, let's not let's not downplay that aspect of it, but let's upplay the aspect of the lockdown defense that was on full display by the Aces. I mean, they were smothering and suffocating. They were blowing up actions. They were making the proper reads, going over top of screen, staying locked there. And it, I thought it was just great. They were up the line, and they controlled the boards during that stretch. The way New York got back into it yes. later was the glass work, right? And then the Vegas Aces got back on track on the glass, and then guess what? The lead blew up again because of their glass work. But it was the defense and that 19-2 to run that made the difference to how this game was going to be played. And the ebbs and flows and the roller coaster of it all, and New York cut it to six at one point. So, you know, they they were coming back. But you just had a feeling that the momentum set up during that stretch was going to be a precipice to what was going to happen later in the game.
1: Uh, I think the word you used that I really like is suffocating. Yeah. That's what the defense was, It was suffocating, you know. Anything. you know, there's a couple of football analogies thrown out there by Ryan Rico, um in this game. Yeah. So I just want, you, I want to use one more, like, just like that was – that defense is the kind of defense mm-hmm. you see when you, like, go back and watch the old Miami Hurricanes from the early 2000s. Oh, there the we team. go. Um, you see a bunch of people, you know, gang doing whatever. Mm-hmm. We're gang tackling. We are gang attacking the gap. You know, we're doing everything in a pair, you know, and that's what defense is all about. And I think when you have that sort of communication, that sort of intuitive knowledge that if I do this, they're going to do this. And then that, that chain doesn't break and you can have more confidence in being able to pressure, being able to dig, being able to have help. And, you know, I think the, where they really showed up was in post defense yes. where you see like Kelsey plum and Jackie young. Kelsey was really impressive in this heard the way she dug down she on John Quell mainly, uh, posting up, dug down on the on the dribble. and like she really timed it well. So it wasn't always like on the first it was like, okay, on the second dribble when she like takes a dribble and then she turns, I'm gonna go then. And they had that really timed out well. They really, really practiced that. they did to get John Quelll into positions where, you know, she could try to get the ball over her head, but she you know there's a lot of hands there, and then she was in uh, tie up so there's some jump balls. So, yeah, that was the first place where I thought, the defense was outstanding especially from yep. the guards that post digging and then uh, you mentioned that the rebounding when this when they're cooking <laughs> and and when this team's cooking and we mentioned this in our preview yep. I've talked about it a few times like they ha- you have to win the board the offensive a rebounding battle Becky Hammond yep. mentioned it as well mm-hmm. like you saw the aces have a player on John Quell yeah on have her on my back. And still struggling, but have her on my back. Usually, Kia Soaks, and two more players coming in from the wings <laughs> to get on her too. Yeah, and then we're going to get the ball. And it was just like that—that that sort of effort and energy. That's yeah. what we're talking about, and that showed up. Everything we just said showed up in that first, you know, big salvo. And I, I agree with you that defense was just the most impressive part. Because even even yeah. then, the Aces started to miss shots later in the first quarter as the game went on, and the defense just never. Waned, and then later in the game, I think in the second half, it was a lot more about their offense. But in that first half where they set the tone, where they got that lead, mm-hmm. that, that defense was outstanding.
2: It was. I mean, they clamped down and it was amazing. And I just thought, like you said, the timing of the dig downs and what most mm-hmm. players want most is space and freedom. Mm-hmm. And they want to have individual coverage, right? So they're not going to give that to John Quill Jones down there. And they didn't give it to Laney either. They doubled down when Lainey got the ball, they clogged her space. She couldn't get her feet turned to square and get to the rack. She did what she could do, but I thought John Quill Jones really turned it up for New York. And, you know, I was reading some of the social media. I was kind of heavy on social tonight just because yeah. I, I, I was just kind of joining the conversation uh, with all the fans tonight. But I think with, um, with what, John Quell was able to do. She was able to dial it up on the glass like we were talking about. But I also thought that she dialed it up on defense, too. She had some monster blocks of her own. So those stops that New York got because of John Quell down inside, that got them back into the game as well. So I think they just uh, needed (laughs) – some help for her. And I think we saw that too. Um, Stewie couldn't get going, and Vandersloot was struggling to get shots to fall. And they just didn't have another player to support Jonquil Jones and her effort on both sides. Like they needed defense too. They needed like a complete overhaul of help. And they were simply attacking Sabrina Unesco, like uh, every opportunity, every, they were setting her in actions. Just about every single possession. Right. And getting downhill on her. And she was either fouling or giving up to the next line who fouled um, or they were getting straight to the rim. So I just thought that, you know, they dissected themselves on the defensive end. The aces did. They did what they wanted to do on that side. But they also selected and pinpointed the point of attack on the offensive end. And they benefited from it by exploiting New York and getting them into full rotation where they just couldn't move faster than the basketball. And that's what yeah. you want. That's why you move the ball like that. So you can get them in rotation and then have issues with uh, cross matches and such.
1: And and for on the Vegas side of things, um, before we get into the more depressing New York side of things, because it's oh. not looking good, folks. It's yeah. not looking good, oh. um, but just, a, just to your to your point though, just that movement in the Vegas offense, yeah. and I think, you know, I again, it's very difficult to single out people in this game. The player you can always single out though in the playoffs for the Aces or when she was with the Sparks for the Sparks is Chelsea Gray, right? I mean, Ooh, she was. <laughs> this was Chelsea Gray. It was this. <laughs> okay, the one, the one where she looked away, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, well, yeah. if I, everyone who oh. watches the game in the comments you guys know what I'm talking about. Um like she looks away and then she yeah. passes it I in know. such a yeah. way that like I'm not sure okay, I, I'm not I want to be like to like but like I'm not sure Asia saw the ball. Yeah, I no, think Asia hurting. She was she was trying to get someone off her yeah. and then she put her hand out and the ball the ball was there.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, She's like, oh, the ball. Oh, let me
2: take that up and scored it. I don't know how she caught it. I said it out loud, audibly, when the game was. Going. I was like, how did she catch that? Like, she how wasn't she even aware. You know, it, She's it like, was in her face. Oh, the ball's right here. Oh, here. Let me just go ahead and shoot it.
1: I've seen this once before. Um, this is actually where Ryan Rico made his football analogy to Greg. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, in football though, like one time a guy was like looking away and the ball just like landed in his hands and it caught the game-winning touchdown. Like he was like looking away and and that's kind of how it felt. And it was such a big, that was a big play. I mean, I know the Aces had already built up that lead and, you know, the plays kind of, you know, meld together, but that was a big play to get in that third quarter um, to get him going. And then just her shooting, her knowledge of the game, her just like she never misses an open cutter. Yeah. I don't know how much more we can say about Chelsea Gray in the playoffs. She only had eleven points, like but she had what ten assists though.
2: Yeah, right. Was it ten? I-, I don't know if she got one after because we were setting up. Eleven
1: assists.
2: Eleven. So I missed one. Oh, I'm sorry. But-
1: I-, I messed up. She had more points too, Well, because I stopped looking. Yeah, you're right. I should I should look at that. She had fourteen points, uh, eleven assists, six rebounds.
2: Oh, almost messed around and got one. Almost strong, got that triple-double. Well, Wow, those 11 assists, but all of them were just, like, ridiculous. Like, I, I think at least of the 11, how many were no-lookers, right? Probably four or five.
1: I, a few of them.
2: Easy, pe- like, easy, the one, you know, Stokes was hitting her threes, you know, she was getting to the, to the basket. I don't know. I mean, Chelsea Gray is just, I mean, she's one of one when it comes to execution, right? And – for me, this was like the, the social media post of the evening uh, from Tisha yep. Pinachero. I don't know if you saw that.
1: I can, Tisha, I can try somebody, to find it.
2: Somebody, yeah, look it up because somebody said, hey, man, I don't know. She's she's right up there with Tisha Pinachero. And Tisha came back and said, she can have it. No, she's the one. And God. I'm like, Tisha? Like, if you don't know who Tisha Pinachero is, you didn't see her play, Go ahead and YouTube that too. I mean, after that. you're not
1: listening to this podcast I, I, I
2: after that. <laughs> I mean. tomorrow or sometime, not at the moment, but if
1: you don't that, know who she is, you're just not listening to this podcast. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, I because wait, I, wait. I,
1: how'd you start here? Right.
2: No, but she's like that. Like, Tisha is, is like the point god. Like, she was like in her time in the WNBA, won a title with uh, the Sacramento Monarchs, right? Played mm-hmm. with the uh, Sparks, you know. But she was an amazing magician with the basketball. Uh, they call her Magic Johnson with the ball, and they kind of use that same analogy with Chelsea Gray, uh, just because of the way that she sets up her teammates in a fanciful way. The no look passes, but they're always on point. They're always right where they need to be. Um, her passing ability.
1: So for Tisha to hey, say, "Look, you could see the, you could oh, see the." Uh, there we go.
2: Look at you, Gabe. All technical.
1: <laughs> all tech.
2: Look yeah, at baby. That. She's better, no doubt. She can have that crown. Wow, I was like, wow, that's that. You know, that's like Kareem handing the ball to LeBron. Like, that's like one of those. That's that's a big moment. They need to make a big deal about that. That's a huge moment for a player like Tisha to go ahead and say, no, she can have that. That's such a high level of respect. Do you hear me?
1: Yeah, she's. Well, I mean, I think I think so. Like. The whole
2: she's going to be in the nasement too. So.
1: Well, and the other thing, you know, I was listening to, um, who was that? it? It Kobe. It was a clip of Kobe. Um, oh. Like talking about how, like, you know, you can't really compare people because everyone builds on it, right? So, like, if there's a Tisha, like, there's no Chelsea Gray right. because Chelsea Gray, like, yeah, I remember, and I think this is what Chelsea Gray does better than anyone else. Yeah. Is she does those no look, fancy, flashy yeah. passes efficiently. It's a, it's about the offense. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying like, hey, look, I like a, I like a no look pass. I like a behind the back pass. Right. If you can do it, if you right. can get away with it, I'm never gonna be mad about it. If you if connect if we, it, you got to connect it. Don't don't get a turnover now. But if you can oh. make the pass, make the pass. But I think for Chelsea, she's she's really mastered the art of doing this for efficiency sake, and yes. why we're and like doing it so we can get the advantage offensively. Rather than just doing it so it looks cool, no, it also happens to look cool and, and makes these Definitely. amazing highlights. But I I just think she does that so well. So I'm, I'm my point yeah. is there's no Chelsea without Tisha because if Tisha doesn't if Tisha doesn't show you hey you can do this you know and same with Magic Johnson say it's a whole line of point guards mm-hmm. that we can go through in this very long You're podcast. Fine. But like yeah, you know there's no there's no uh, Chelsea without Tisha. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, just to just to I don't I don't like saying someone's better or whatever it's like hey hey maybe you had a better career I like a better career as a but I don't like better player because if Tisha was playing now she would have all the knowledge of Tisha from then right
2: right I mean it's all about eras and that's why you know And, and ego as well no one's ever gonna say I mean that's that's why I was like wow Tish said that and not that she has a big ego I'm saying like when you're an athlete like you always go on the floor thinking that's yeah, the- pretty good, right? Why would you go out there thinking anything less than for your, about yourself? Then you're not going to perform. You put the work in. You have the confidence because of your work ethic. So you're going to go out there and feel like that, right? So to be able to hand that over, hand the crown over like Tish did with Chelsea, I think that was really a beautiful moment tonight. Um, and I hope they blow it up. I hope they blow that up. I just think that it was so massive. Um so Tisha, if you're listening, sometimes she says she listens to us, but Tisha, if you're listening, that was that was pretty major, my love. That was pretty great.
1: <laughs> I wonder if she's up. I wonder if she's up now. It's 1124 <laughs> no. on the East
2: Coast. She's a she's a worldwide traveler, so that's true. She could be, she could be anywhere. She might be at the game, but she might be anywhere else in oh, the yeah, world, she's definitely man. at the game. She's global, man. She's,
1: she's definitely at the everywhere. game. Why would she not be at the game? This game, this game looked awesome. I'd love to be in Vegas for it. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I
1: awesome. want to see this here. You know something that was maybe the most amazing part of exactly. this game?
2: What
1: was that? Kia Stokes. Thank you. Kia Strokes. <laughs> them threes. she <laughs> <'Cause laughs> pulled up. Damn, damn. And, and what's up to everyone in the comments? We should say what's up. Uh, we got Chiquita yeah. here. We hey. got Adrian. We got Dano. Dano, Dano yeah. says, I'm broken, Christy. I'm he broken. said what? I'm broken because oh. he... He's a he is a, a, He's a Liberty supporter. supporter. He also may or may not have placed several wagers oh, related to man. it. It's fine. He'll be fine. You'll be all right, Dano. Uh but Dan Dano's in here. We'll talk to Dana uh, a little later. Uh we got Phoenix in here. We got JC. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Hey yeah. I How you guys doing? Um, but what I what was I saying? What was I just saying?
2: No, you were saying that uh it was it was the Kia Strokes. Uh, Stokes, yeah, Kia Strokes
0: show. Kia Strokes <laughs> then like
1: threes. Catch it out. Because yeah. she. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's sometimes where like, hey, a, a player who gets uh mm-hmm. who who doesn't shoot that often, like they'll, they'll make one, right? right. That don't look good. And you're like, they're kind of like a little full situation, like, yeah, yeah, in, like, shot clock running down, like he, you know, those those kind of. Yeah, the- and sometimes the- they'll go in. Yeah. We're just she got that. She was like, bam, I'm hitting this. Yeah. She, thought she, she visualized it. She went boom. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. Two she missed she, she, she clanked the third one and she was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, but like, she shit. hit the first two and they were big, they were big time. <laughs> I feel like that was honestly those two yeah. shots because the one of them came at the beginning of the second quarter, which yeah. like kind of like made you know, kind of elongated Vegas' okay. lead. And then um, the first one was, like, kind of felt like that that possession was falling apart. Yeah. Kind of felt like New York was going to finally get a stop. And it's like, <laughs> hey, we got a shot that we want. Like, Kia, you shoot that. They kind of, like, very short closed down on her. Yeah. And she said, uh-uh, and boom. Yeah. Pop- it. So I, hey, yeah. Kia Stokes. Yeah. Everyone contributing to this one for, for Las Vegas.
2: Insanely well. And when you have Kia Stokes, who, you know, she doesn't get, lot of opportunity to take a high volume number of shots per game but the fact that you know she found her niche early and knocked in those stretch threes uh, Mm -hmm. out there for the aces i thought it was really great to see and the fact that she was smiling too i mean the comfortability of the entire team was in place all game whether they were roaring after an and one whether jackie young who put the jacket on and sat on the floor and was like swelling up? I was like, "Is that Jackie Young sitting on the floor and swelling up?" I put the jacket on. I was like, "Okay, this is a this is a different uh, this is a different level of comfort uh, for this team. Uh, whether it's seeing Stokes knocking in the three and smiling on the way back, or Jackie Young getting you know three and ones in the third quarter alone." right and then swelling up on that one in particular you know tough buckets that she had down uh in that restricted area I don't know I just thought that the, the entire team mentally was doing exactly what they wanted to do even when New York cut that lead to six or whatever yeah. was, I still felt that Las Vegas was in control of the game momentum wise and mentally and I think New York knew that too uh, for whatever reason um you know, Stewie couldn't get going. What was she, 4-11 four, yeah. four or something like that? Um, salute? did she even mark? I think, I know she was 0-5 at one point from the floor. Yeah. She just wasn't able to get a bucket, man. I was like, they just can't find anyone to go to. And Laney, while she was hitting early, I don't think she got her rhythm either on the offensive end. But then you have to credit the the defense by the Aces for, you know, taking them out of what they wanted to do and rushing shots and, and taking away opportunities that, that New York wanted to
1: have. Um, yeah, we could move over to the New York side of things. I'll get you the final line because it does look like Courtney yeah. got some buckets at the end. She was ended up three for nine, really? nine points. Wow, um, nine points on one of four from three. Oh, okay. She had four assists, two turnovers, mm-hmm. um, but she struggled to defensively in a lot of different in a lot of different ways. Not as much as Sabrina did, and we could talk about Sabrina. But I thought Courtney, Courtney struggled at times. Um, I also thought she, the three for nine is a little worse than maybe it was because at some point she just stopped shooting. Yeah. I can't remember like two distinct times where the game necessarily was not out of reach and she just kind of passed up a three. Yeah, And that to me is like the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Um, because you got to keep shooting. I, I'm laughing because I just remember the Dion Waiters. One of my favorite quotes ever in basketball. I tell all my players this. I The DM Waiters once said that I'd rather go o for 20 than o for 7. Because if I go o for 7, that means I lost my confidence and I stopped shooting. I like that. It's a bit. Love don't that. go o for 20, kids. Well, I'm a fool you.
2: Yeah. What did John Starks go? o for 17 or something like that back in the day? Yeah, was-
1: that's the finals. Though.
2: Yeah, or 1 for 17. Something. Something. But. 17 though he kept firing that sucker He like oh, look, 17's I'm about
1: kidding. the line. Like over 18. I'm like, okay, Oprah 18, you're you're out. You gotta sit. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're killing us. Someone know. needs to
1: protect you from yourself. But yeah. she wasn't that, but she does she no. gotta keep shooting. She gotta keep shooting. And I mean, not that it helped that everyone else on the team could not score. Um, yeah. you know, you look at their final shooting lines as a team, they shot 36% from the field. Eight of 35 from three, uh, about 23% from three there. Yikes. Um, and then their offensive rebounding was pretty good, but not as good no. as their advantage was in that second quarter. So it didn't make up yeah. for it. Uh, you know, sh- I mean, you can chalk it up to bad three point shooting, but I think it's much more about this defense um, yes. rushing those shots. Those closeouts were very good coming from the Aces defense. Um and then yeah you just miss some sh- more shots than you make yeah and then you start kind of rushing and I thought there was just a lot of possessions where Ealer um you know they they w- the Liberty would have a good offensive possession uh mm-hmm. miss a shot right no rebound because they're always they're always looking for that second chance opportunity yeah. didn't get it and that would affect them on the defensive end um yeah. I thought that happened a lot in that in that first quarter and especially in the third quarter and fourth quarter mm-hmm. as, as the Aces pulled away um so i thought there's half court offense just really stagnated because no one could make shots um but you know hey look you look at stewie she was 6 to 17 14 points laney 4 15 12 points that's the only and and sabrina's 2 of ten.
2: Two of 10 and they didn't mention that a whole lot they didn't mention i remember the other stats of people but i didn't I don't know if I and I I was watching pretty intently, but then the last little bit I didn't see. You know, the last two minutes or so.
1: But uh, I, I I'm I mentioned them. My notes I wrote. Where's Stewie? Where's Sabrina? Because uh, yeah, Stewie yeah. Stewie had a rough night because she's playing against really really good players. Uh, she has Asia Wilson on her all the time. However, yeah. she I think she could still be a little bit more. You know, you know how I always want to talk about. LeBron, you know how they yeah. talk about LeBron? And, yeah. and it's not true, but then also it's like, it's a little true that like we need you to just kind of Go be time. like, I'm taking it. And, and she knows that. I think yeah. she knows that. Yeah, um, I think
2: she knows. She but knows.
1: Sabrina, to me, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a little scary, these struggles. And what do you see from her tonight and how she can kind of move forward and get better?
2: Yeah, I think it was tough uh, entirely for New York to, to get the threes that they had in game one in the first half where they made eight. They made eight threes in the first half alone, and they mm-hmm. made eight for the entire game in game two. Okay, so they didn't make any threes in the second half in game one, which is why Las Vegas came back and won mm-hmm. after being down by three or four at halftime. So the three-point component and the percentage of their offensive production that comes from three is probably pretty high, right? I know they were top in the in the league. They were top two, I believe, in the league, with uh, their three-point shooting, uh, just from remembering stats within the six games. Um, But I just think that Las Vegas, knowing that, and also knowing what damage they did in the first half of game one, that is something that is on the top of their list to take away clean looks. Like if they're going to take threes, they're going to be heavily contested, right? Um, Make them attack closeouts, and then we'll send them to the second line of defense So I think Las Vegas did a really good job of staying locked over top, especially on Sabrina. Um, She didn't get loose, like right over half court. Sometimes, you know, her range is crazy. So, you know, she wasn't able to get any uh, transition looks. And again, going back to the board work, when they did get a couple of threes to go, it was because they were getting glass and the stops that they needed on the defensive end. So Mm -hmm. when they didn't get stops, or they were taking it out of the net you know, those opportunities for three go way down because you're not getting the fast break looks. You're not getting the kick-aheads in, in your transition game. You're not getting uh, spread to the corner uh, and, and finding Sabrina on a pass, you know, a push pass up the floor. So I think Las Vegas did a really good job of of containing New York, but also taking away the opportunities for New York to take clean and easy threes, okay? And that, my friends, is the key. OK, it's not so much of what they did in the quarter court, which was fantastic, but it was also they didn't let them get in a flow. All right. They didn't let them get glasswork and push. They weren't turning the ball over a ton uh, for them to get easy runouts for, you know, paint threes. And I think I heard um, I heard them say on the broadcast tonight, like usually. um Sandy Brondello wants paint to great and Rebecca, I think they are getting paint to mediocre. (laughs) I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's what was going on. You know, they, they were forcing them to take tough shots and, you know, percentages tell the truth on that. And and they did a good job of being disruptive and physical and not allowing easy, easy opportunities from three in particular.
1: To uh, your point, Uh, you were right on the stat. You want to take a stab at how many points from, uh, three, um, the, uh, the, uh, New York Liberty get, they are ranked first in the league in that stat. Do you want to take a stab at the uh, the number percentage of percentage of points from three
2: percentage of points? Let me see if I can remember. I think it was close to 30. Was it 28?
1: It's, it's over 30. It's over 30,
2: 38,
1: 37, (laughs) 37. (laughs) 37. 37.3. So maybe it changed, maybe it changed from when, from when you saw it.
2: Yeah. But no, I knew it was, I knew it was a, a high percentage. Yeah. I they also shoot
1: 37% from, from three, A in general, the three point percentage. That's Maybe the best, that's in the, best in the WNBA. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was your stat. So was, See, Oh, almost, back me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You, know, you I, know, I think one more thing that helped Vegas uh, defensively was the, um, they're changing up their schemes. I think they they threw in some different looks. They threw they in did. some zone looks after they made baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they communicate very well. They did a good job of keeping their bigs to um, closer to the basket um, and just making sure that hey, yeah. if we, we'll close out to the three because we know you want to get here and you're going to waste <laughs> a lot of time trying to get here. And then your closeout, if if the shot clock's dwindling down, your yeah. closeout becomes a lot easier because now you're not. You're just trying to close space. You only need to close time. You don't need to worry right. about the drive, right? You just need to close the space and get a mm-hmm. hand up without fouling. Exactly. Because you don't need to worry about them getting past you and taking a pull-up because there's no time for that. So right. it becomes a lot – there's a lot more pressure too, I think, on the shooter when the clock's rolling down. Right?
2: Oh, yeah. It's a grenade. So pulled pin out. You
1: got you to got toss <laughs> you in it. You. And so I think that, 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 that led to a lot more missed threes tonight for New York, and they have not been shooting that well no. um, in yeah. these playoffs. And no. I, I just – do you want to talk about them getting back into this series? I mean, I think we have um, we got a lot of people who who really want the Liberty to get back in it. Uh, Danos oh. going through it. We're not going to post Danos comments. Oh Dano. Uh,
2: okay. Oh Well, we oh. Boy, you
1: get we could post one saying I'm going through it. Uh, oh,
2: he's going through it. Everybody's going through something, Henry. You know,
1: everybody. JC says I think the libs will take Game Three. They'll be all right uh let's see who else has like, an opinion on, on where we're going on this game
2: yeah put them up there game
1: i'm i'm looking that. everyone i appreciate everyone coming back we haven't oh, done a live in a little while we or...
2: oh love 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 look at y'all up in here on court side with us what's no that? it's it's big let's find another one what do you have
1: well uh so uh, becky in becky a question said chiquita what's up uh
2: chiquita. Chiquita. i think
1: all right so I think the Liberty may get the win at home for game three at least. Okay. But if we get to game four, if they get game four, we got a series, right?
2: Got to get one, man. They got to get three to get to four though, baby. Got it. Let's get talk to about game
1: to... three first. Let's talk
2: about game three, man.
1: Because because for, for New York, and I talk. I want to talk about one more thing, but we can talk about it after. Um, yeah. Game three. I mean, like, is there? I mean, other than make your threes, which is always good advice. If you're a yeah. basketball team, just try and make your shots. Try yeah. and make more than the other team. Yeah. Um, other than that, what can New York do to win Game three and keep the series alive?
2: I mean, this sounds. It, it might not be the the right thing or the proper thing, but it's something they, different. They need
1: anything. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. So <laughs> for me, I, and I don't even know, like if, if I am Sandy Brondello, I, I don't know if I would kind of tinker with the matchups a little bit. I think that they could be a little more creative um, with that because what happens when you stay with something like that, mm-hmm. That's a locomotive. If you're the aces, they're like, "Oh, we figure this out." Because Gray, her basketball acumen through the roof, so she's gonna see and survey, and this is how they're playing us. This is these are our matchups. So we're gonna serve that, and I they did it all game. And I don't mm-hmm. think there were many adjustments to matchups. And I'm not talking about schemes. I'm talking about you know where people were placed defensively for for New York. So for me, maybe throw an extra body at Gray and make her give the ball up and then, then get in full rotation. But that's, I know, I know, I know, but not every possession, but maybe just sometimes because sometimes all you need is maybe just one turnover off of that. get a blitz and then rotate. And I know that, you know, the speed on the perimeter for New York is a little tougher, right? When you have a Jackie young and a plum and, and Gray
1: to that's consider
2: with. I know, but... I don't, I don't like, like
1: the movie. idea of making Chelsea Gray, like...
2: just force Like, oh, play.
1: I don't want to give her, like, Get hey, the there's someone that's open. Chelsea, figure it out. It's like she's got to figure it out. I
2: mean, she's one, and she has great vision, and she's probably seen blitzing, obviously. But you can't go in doing the same thing, is all I'm saying. Yes. And it can't be for the entire game. Like, you're going to have to mix some coverages up um you know how you play asia um she was killing in the midi god and then up and under i was screaming my head off on the up and under because that was Did such an old that. school uh-huh. like just sell it and go baby And I, I thought that was such a great move by asia but um the mid-range i mean you saw what las vegas was doing to jonquil Maybe flip that and and do a little mm-hmm. digging down and rotating out of the dig downs and and try to crowd the space of Asia Wilson, who was just phenomenal tonight. Um, but I think they're they're going to have to do something tactically different on the defensive side. And it doesn't again, it doesn't have to be every single possession. But maybe after this timeout, we're blitzing gray, okay? When Wilson gets it in the mid range, we gotta we gotta double down on that. We gotta shade her area. Um, and force her to give it up. And then everyone else has to be on full awareness mode and rotate out of that and scramble and cover. So they're just, I mean, their backs are against the wall. You're going to have to do it, right, to survive. So you tell somebody who has competitive juice that this is what we we must do this. And then you might see a change, but I don't know. But it might be a, a close game, but those one or two times you blitz and get a turnover off of it, Live ball or or dead ball, but if you turn them over and take possessions away from them because of different coverages, maybe that can get you a a win in game three and extend the series. But if you go in doing the same thing, I don't know if that's gonna be okay, especially if you're not marking from three. I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough recipe for success if you're not hitting your threes and you're not you know, mixing things up defensively, you got to show something different and you got to mix up your matchups.
1: Well, I think there's also space, you know, I I think that, you know, trappings good when you can, you you gotta, you gotta use a very uh, ginger. I I would actually like to see, you know, and they put her on a ton of ball screens, um, but uh, a little bit trapping maybe on Kelsey Plum. Yeah. Um, But uh, she's very difficult to trap as well. Um, But, you know, yeah, I, I agree peppering that in there. I would say, Maybe a focus more on just getting those shots to the mid range. If you're in a ball screen, just like okay, a softer hedge. Okay, you know, have it, it kind of meet uh, a little bit lower, so they're more they have it, you know more of the lane to the mid range rather than an easy roll or an easy three. Like um, but play. I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that stood out to me was how the pace. Was going for Las Vegas. I thought that pace really, really, really set the tone for them and helped them, you know, push away because they're just able to get the game moving so fast. And New York is also a team that likes to move fast. They really yeah. do. And they can, and they're very effective at scoring in transition. Right. Just <laughs> Las Vegas a little bit better. And Las Vegas have more missed shots to work with. They have more opportunities to get out on the break. It wasn't even just the break, it was like, Everything was just fast, fast, yeah. fast, 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 and then like for Las Vegas to be fast, 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 boom, we get a, we get an easy bucket. For New York, it was fast, fast, fast. We get a bad shot, clank off the rim. We don't get the rebound. No, so then it, it was really just in Las Vegas's favor. And mm-hmm. when they did come back in that second quarter, those mm-hmm. offensive rebounds really helped slow down the game. I think do. that's huge. That's just huge. They need to win offensive rebounding. We, we've already said it a few times. Yeah. going I said it again. They need to Correct. win that stat by a lot.
2: But that's imperative.
1: They they huge. must. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, I think that's that they have to get the pace and the control. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one for me. You're you gotta just. I mean, this is such a silly thing to say. You guys got to play a better defense. You gotta say it's it's game three of the WNBA finals. If mean? we lose, we are done. I need to make as many multiple efforts at a time <laughs> yeah. as possible. I have to do as many things as possible. I have to not get face cut. I mean, I don't want to sing about Sabrina too much, but like Sabrina got face cut. She did easily by Jackie Young she- and it was like, come on and there was another miscommunication between her and Marie It's like I y'all gotta get your stuff together, man like yeah. you know yeah, come on, I get it, I get it. They're very good basketball players, but you got to know what you're doing. Um, And they just feel like they didn't, they didn't have that. Um, Yeah. And and they didn't have the right mentality either. So, but yeah, that just has to be there. I mean, that's point number two is like, you just got to play better defense. You have to take a lot more pride in it.
2: Yes. Uh, Yes. And I think, you know, that going back to Sabrina and Jackie matchup, Sabrina Inescu and, and Jackie Young, I mean the first two dribbles, She's gone. Yeah. Like if you can't guard two dribbles, you're in trouble. Right? You, you must be able to guard two dribbles um, as a perimeter player. Like, And if they get past your shoulder, you're in, you're in trouble. Now you're in full rotation and short distance to the rack. Like you can't allow uh, Las Vegas to put that type of offensive pressure on you and get downhill like that and finish and with contact. And as I'm speaking of the third quarter alone with Jackie Young, getting those three and ones, you know, all to the rack, all to the cup, and she got tagged. And one was the help side, um, Johannes came over there, Johannes mm-hmm. came over there and uh, and tagged. I don't know, it just looked like it was, you know, the help was too late. The one time Stewie came over, she was too late to help rotate. But I mean, the ball gets put on the ground, that one dribble, you've got to be on your toes and ready to shift Mm -hmm. and move that second dribble comes and you're, you're not square. You're going to get blown by and Jackie can feel like that one was, so they put it in slow mo too. It was so poetic. Mm -hmm. It's just, Oh my God. It's right over the rim. It didn't even hit the glass. And she got hit. I don't know. It was, it was just, um, you know, it was calculated number one and they were, that was their point of attack on the offensive side for the aces for sure. But if you're in New York, like like you said, you got to take more pride in your defense. And, you know, those first two dribbles by by Las Vegas, you got to be able to contain them. Mm-hmm. You must do that to keep your playoff hopes alive, man. Your finals hopes alive. Championship goals alive. Like, you got to buckle down and lock in and, um, you know, like, again, just just have that want to. It's, it's a want to at this point. And it's not even about whatever defense you put out there. Zone man, junk it up, whatever. Lock in and play, <laughs> and compete and, you, and compete. And
1: With that's smack. a lot easier. It's a lot easier to compete when you're you know, getting smacked nineteen to two as soon as the whistle blows. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like <laughs> <Without you> got, <laughs> it's really tough. It's really tough. When you're sitting there saying, "What? The? When the entire first quarter you're there, What the hell just happened?" that's like what i was they, saying sitting here and, and, and credit and credit to new york for coming back in that yeah. second quarter because it was I, they, they looked at and so they crazy. were dead they were dead because just yeah. the level that las vegas brought yeah could not be matched um no. and may, and hey maybe if, if new york could have played better and still lost um just for the record mean to be honest the way
2: they were shooting what did they shoot 70 percent the first half the Aces.
1: yeah yeah Some, 70%. some crazy i'm not i'm not sure exactly Is i don't think I have it.
2: we're not even talking yeah we, we say that and it's like oh asia wilson was shooting 70 no the entire squad was shooting 70 percent in the first half alone man let me That's see ridiculous
1: and they, no they,
2: after the first quarter i think yeah and they had and I, 38 points, which was a W. They were
1: four, They were 14 to 20 in the first quarter.
2: Who does that? That's ridiculous. And now, you know, you're talking about the defensive pressure. You know, where was that from New York? Like, coming out of the gates, you're on the road, you need to steal one before going home. It would have been a lot easier for you, you know, if you had gotten a split in Vegas and then go back to Barclays and try to, you know, get two at home. <laughs> You know, but now here we are. Back you got to gotta the get ball. two of them. Got to get both of those, baby. Got to get gotta both of those, both. baby.
1: Yeah.
2: It's going to be yeah. interesting, to say the least. So,
1: So uh, and and um what's the other thing I want to say here? Sorry, I, I just noticed this. 12 <laughs> assists on 14 made baskets in the first quarter for <laughs> the Aces. It, it was just, e- I mean, like, it just, I mean, obviously the Aces were playing great, but it was also kind of easy. Um so I mean like yeah they just have to get the they just right. have to play better defense they have to walk yeah. in um in terms of you know their communication uh, Yeah. really that's it that's the biggest thing there and then offensively I mean you need shots to fall um right. like we mentioned you need shots to fall that's always true right uh I don't know how much that you can rely on getting offensive boards at this point when the other team is getting out in the break so much and 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 not missing and not missing, and <laughs> you know, kind of pushing you, and, and and um, you know, taking that physical edge away, kind of becomes hard to rely on on those offensive rebounds. Becomes easier yeah. at home. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think Brianna Stewart, shh, do it. Hey, <laughs> why why don't we clear out the floor and let the two players, with the MVP trophies, uh, run a pick and roll? How about that? That's I mean, like you know. That's how these like things great. come to me. <laughs> my <laughs> my brilliant brat. I'm sure Sandy has tried this and it it may, oh, may, may not work. Maybe she'll try, maybe she'll to put it in. Maybe yeah. she put it in and I just didn't notice in this game because it didn't gain an advantage. No. That's always possible. But yeah. I'd like to see it a little bit more. Maybe there's like more of an action there just to get some more things mm-hmm. going downhill. And I think Laney could have the ball a little bit more. Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing Laney initiate from the top. Yeah. Um, rather than Sabrina, not because it, Sabrina just plays a different game. Right. There's a, there's a very slashing mentality that Laney mm-hmm. really would like to put at the top of the key and get her going downhill. I like that. I don't. I mean, maybe there's more time for Marine Johanna, so the, it becomes really dicey with the defense. Yeah. Um, really, Courtney Vanderso also just has to be aggressive too, and we've seen her be aggressive, and she's done this in the finals before. So I think she can do it again. Um, yeah. And and they have a shot. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine them getting swept. Swept. I mean, I guess Sorry, I can imagine. We
2: said the S word. <laughs> Is he mad? We said swept.
1: But Dude, Dano.
2: Dano. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey. I hope not. I told you I wanted this to go five. I wanted it to be, you know, some desperation hoops. I wanted to see some drama whatever
1: so we'll see if that happens i mean i was at game three of the finals last year huh see i just remembered that see i forgot which game was uh dana says don't say the s word
2: i see oh my bad but they
1: look
2: they're right as (laughs)
1: bad as basketball society says they could absolutely get swept because they could absolutely get swept
2: yeah yeah
1: but last year, so last year, sorry, this is why I was looking at it. Yeah, uh, last year the Aces take a, a 2-0 lead. Um, they come to the Mohegan Sun and depressed by the scenery. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Connecticut. You're the really rest creative. of Connecticut's you nice. Say that
2: every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rest of Connecticut's hey, nice. Hey, the Mohegan <laughs> Sun
2: uh, arena and all the restaurants there is is really fun. And I can spell. Closes
1: at eleven, which I don't know if you know this, but that's before the WMP. <laughs> I was just gonna conclude.
2: I guess so, yeah.
1: So well, you can son. I just agree, whatever. Good job, Connecticut. Well, it was a great <laughs> right. home, it was a great home um environment because the aces just got smoked. It was a 103, yeah. 104, 73. Yeah. yeah. Um so that could happen, but then in last year's final, if you recall, they did win in game four. Right. Um so I don't know. When was the, I don't think anyone's ever come back from a two-o deficit.
2: In, in the finals?
1: The, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's ever done it. period in a best of five and the me a 2-0?
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking, just the most recent series, I don't think that's happened, but I haven't, you know, dug way back. But I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see what kind of fire and intentionality New York plays with. Intentionality? I, said I like a intentionality. That time. That's a great yeah. word. But yeah, you know. But I think, I think they're going to have to have that, and I think when you heard Sandy Brangello in the in that huddle, I think there was like six or seven minutes left in the fourth, and Vegas probably scored three or four times in a row unanswered, and and stretched the lead even further mm-hmm. out. And she called that timeout, and they went in the huddle, and you could hear her say like, "We have to keep fighting." Like it wasn't even she didn't even have the board. Do you understand me? Yeah. So at this point, she was like, "It's not even about the score. It's about playing hard. It's about." Being intentional, right? It's about fighting with pride, play with pride and all of that. So, you know, I don't think she's going to have to say that for game three, because that should be that should be a common denominator for all the players to come with yeah, that right. level of, of competitive juice and fire and um, and that passion to win uh, with your back against the wall. But the fact that she said that then that was to me a concern. And I know the score is what it is and and you're a human being. So it's hard to look up there, you know, and feel like you have a chance to win. But sometimes it's not about, obviously at that point, it's not about the score, but it is about how you're playing, right? It's about how you're playing and your body language and your fight. Like, are you diving on a loose ball? You're just like, man, we're down. I'm not getting on the floor for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's Mm -hmm. a difference there. So, you're going to take that level of, of fight into the next game. So I think that's why she called that timeout. And that's why she didn't have the whiteboard. And that's why she was talking to their character at that point. She was talking to their character um, at that point to, uh, you know, to get them ready for game three. And they must have that. That's a must have. Pack that in the bag with your shoes and everything else. Um, and get ready to fight. You got to go for it. You got to well, go
1: if I was Sandy in this scenario, I wouldn't have a clipboard because I would have already broken it. Um, <laughs> wish I uh, so I don't know if that happens, to Sandy. They don't break. I was told so. Ah, they break. I was told they they. they I don't. I would stress they test break. one. <laughs> there would be a there would we be an experiment the, as it to how.
2: mine a couple times, but. Never,
1: there, there there would be experiments as to it. how durable that thing is because <laughs> they're they're gonna get a workout. Um, let's. One more topic here on the finals. Yeah. Um, I don't. Do you want to make a prediction about what's going to happen in Game Three? So I just looked it up. I could not find the WNBA Finals series in which the team pushed it to five games after losing the first two. Okay. I thought it happened in the 2019 series, but apparently I'm, I'm misremembering the oh, Connecticut no. won Game Two.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it went five.
1: It, it went t- five. Yeah, I thought, I thought Connecticut had lost the first two games. Oh, yeah. No. But no, that's no. not how it worked. No. Huh.
2: I guess, you know what? I'm, I'm in my bold uh, chapter. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to do it. I've been very good. Yeah, you have
1: been. You've been very bold. A
2: different. I like it. I'm stepping outside, uh, my comfort levels here. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. And even if I take a loss on this, I'm fine. Um, I just don't think the Las Vegas Aces are going to take a loss in game three. And I think they're going to win the whole thing. Bring the brooms
1: out, Christy. (laughs) Sweet.
2: That's going to be it, I think. I mean, I just think that that's going to be it. And I know New York is a tough place to play. And Queen Latifah, she said she saw she was wearing her Liberty gear and um, she just gave somebody else a hug when she saw somebody walking down the street <laughs> with one on because they're, they're in a bad place right now. And I feel you, Queen Latifah, um, on that. But I just think that the rhythm and the, the cadence, the confidence, the flow... I think it's gonna be, isn't there like a little dance? It goes like, like they do the, the TikTok or whatever thing, the little broom dance thing, breeze. You know what?
1: While we're here on TikTok, <laughs> not- I didn't know what you were talking about. But <laughs> we're while, gonna- while I got you, I just want to say to the Las Vegas Aces uh home arena, I forget what's called, whatever. You, you I, guys know yeah. you know what you're called. You guys yeah. know who you are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, could you stop playing the same four? tiktok songs oh. from three years ago oh see I just... in in the same order throughout every single game you guys play
2: oh you're a good
1: basketball team i gotta watch you a lot uh-huh. i hear dun dun, 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 dun. like 80 it's so millions of, <laughs> it's these little stupid tiktok dances and they weren't even good they're not even good songs there's good uh-huh. songs
2: on tiktok just during the pandemic i learned a little broom
1: one and and, and I'm I just, I'm, I'm done, you know. <laughs> I don't, I agree. We're good, Jessica. Bring out the birds. Oh, I
2: got a whole I, string of them. Look at Jessica, girl. We got,
1: we got a few people. We got Tiger, we got Tiger with the birds. Oh, here we, go. of the birds. oh
2: we got a whole litany of broom right. sweepers. Okay, Everybody's doing more.
1: Here's, here's what I got. I don't want to go back to Las Vegas right. just because I don't want to hear more of the, the same TikTok music I have. Had had music? Enough of that, had <laughs> enough of that for a season. That's the only Hopefully reason. we can change that next year. Uh-huh. I think the Liberty take Game Four. I think I think they have a little three? bit of pride, or Game Three. I'm sorry. I
2: was about to say they're not going. No,
1: not no. Person. I'm not saying they're going to take Game Four. Get game. If, if they win Game Three, we'll try to come back and talk <laughs> okay. about Game Four. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I I just think, I think they can win. I think they can win. I think they can win the
2: next. I think, two. I think they can win, but I don't think they.
1: I don't think they're gonna win the championship. I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble. I well, first I love of all, y'all I don't think though. Gonna...
2: Y'all know I love it, but that's just no. what I see.
1: Hey, I think that is the 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 um still absolute that. best. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Take mm-hmm. on the because it, it's just so clear who was better and who was better. yeah. But yeah. I still think I still think that there is a that the Liberty will take Game Three. Um, just because of pride. They they have pride, they have great players. Um oh God, but they I think there has to be a regression to the mean a little bit, like you know, Las Vegas shot really well. Uh they had everything going okay. everything they tried worked. Next game not going it's not gonna work really like that, right? You don't think they're gonna shoot as well. I think something will come back to earth, whether the defensive effort, whether the shooting whether the execution and offense just something's going to come back to earth just because that's the way humans are you know it, it is could, hard you it have, could have to be fly a game. it is but i think the other team like i think i think the liberty are just going to bring a lot of energy and effort they're going to be at home and i think they do have some some adjustments yeah. to make i think that may just like that plus the regressing to the mean in terms of shooting in terms of energy in terms of execution i yeah. think will bring them across i do not Think I do not think the Liberty will push it to five games. It's Dewey. Dewey.
2: It's Dewey. Sorry,
1: Dewey. What a Dewey's <laughs> disagreeing hanging with, me. with
2: hanging out with mama.
1: <laughs> um, I don't think they're gonna win a game four if there is a game four. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, so don't think it's going five. But I got them winning game three. Um, and then that would that, uh, and then so I would have the ace win game four, and that would be um. A lady sweep. It's okay. called a gentleman sweep in the NBA, so we'll call it a lady sweep. A oh, lady sweep? I it's don't... where you let your opponent get a game, so it's like, oh. Just go ahead. And... You have your home game. <laughs>
2: I don't think they're going to go in there with that at all, man.
1: I mean, it's not your mentality. It's not the mentality you have. I just think it's like the other oh, team. I think the Aces are going to – I mean, the Liberty are going to be much better at home, and the Aces are going to be, gonna be worse in game three. And then game four, all oh, that regression to the mean – Regression
2: to the mean see you have all these analytical comparisons and i just i'm going i go with emotion and and mentality all the intangible little things but i hear what you're saying the regression to the mean and all the geometry of it all (laughs) i just don't know i but then i look at the roster and i'm looking in the eyes of chelsea gray into the eyes of plum wilson (laughs) stokes strokes. strokes Zakia strokes uh, Clark coming off the bench man I I just um, mm, I don't know if I see that I don't know if I see that I just think, okay so let's I think they're hungry and Asia spoke with Cheryl Swoops and there are just all these like emotional and tangible things that I can't take off my list of things that will quantify a back-to-back championship. I can't take those off the list. And I know they're all emotional things, but those are to me, I think that's what drives teams in moments like this. It's the emotion of it. And like the the taste of the championship that they won last year is is right there. And just, uh, just go get it. I don't care. And they may not play well. They may not shoot the ball as well, but they're gonna they're gonna be fired up. They're going to be ready to win another title, and I, I don't think um, sometimes you just can't guard that level of emotion. Sometimes you can't guard it. it's a monster. Like I don't care what defense or whatever you try to do, and they already saw what they had. They had trouble today with, and I don't know. I just think
1: it's like a it's a steamroll.
2: Hey,
1: I, 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 I would be. I would. I, I, I'm, hey, this is. I,
2: emotional steamroll is what i'm saying this
1: is a shot this is a shock to me i'm usually the one who's uh saying you have done so you really um, are rubbing off on me i know right I've, I've, <laughs> i'm, really like, rubbed I'm off not saying you. it i got friends out here on these teams. yeah i got i got one more question, I got one more question. <laughs> tiger tiger asked my question okay uh, if they do sweep who is the finals Ooh, MVP? mvp obviously we all know what's going to happen in game three yeah. and i think that's a really big factor in a series like this yeah, great question. But through two games, mm-hmm. who's your MVP? Who, God, uh, can we have four of them? Like, I know, <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> I. Hey, look, I. I don't know. It depends on what you like. It's like a Thanksgiving meal, right? It's like, what do you have more of on your plate? What do you like the most? I. Gray. I mean, with eleven assists, my God, you can't go wrong if she's the one. But for me, it's like, I think it's the, the the quiet, you know, killer of
1: Jackie Young. Is she quiet?
2: I mean, when I say quiet, I'm not talking about her stats. And she did swell up on that end you um,
1: see, I, seen um, seen no one. Have you seen a thumbnail to about this her. video? I say
2: quiet. Say what?
1: You see a thumbnail to this video? She got on the fur and the... Oh, I like glasses. Xenon girl of the 21st century glasses. You can have on the Beyonce's. That's oh, I the Beyonce? is that where? okay? That's, <laughs> what That's what I call them. I don't know what. I'm a Disney Channel glasses. kid. There's someone in here that knows Xenon girl of the 21st century, <laughs> and they're going crazy. But, you know, the Stunner Shades, it, it, she's yeah. not, She's. I think she's like quiet, but she's not, her actions and the way she plays no. and the way oh. she acts is not
2: quiet. I I mean quiet because her name is never mentioned. When we're talking about this team,
1: not on this podcast,
2: not enough, and that's not why. on this not on this
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Side, she is mentioned very often. Well, just for the record,
2: you're right. I think. Well, you know, I think that it could be her because, and again, I I go by subtraction sometimes, but I I think it's going to be Asia though. I think it's going to be Asia. Mm. I think it's going to be it's Asia or Chelsea. Or Jackie. Darn it. I don't know.
1: So we've narrowed it down to four four of the six players who play a lot for Las Vegas. We've narrowed it down to four.
2: Yeah. It's just any of them. And I'm fine with any of them winning it.
1: I'm off off my bold
2: prediction um, mode.
1: Yeah. Got got off immediately. That's just gone now. She made one and she was out. (laughs) I can't. You, i'm like JC. the third she three by girl. Stokes.
2: that was a heat check. my third my third three like stokes
1: that's <laughs> uh all right all right um okay. mvp chiquita chiquita's with you she She's... likes jackie phoenix okay. likes asia okay uh jessica likes asia i mean it's hard to go against asia especially when we're giving so much credit to mm. this Defense, right? Yeah, and she's a yeah. captain, of defense, defensive player of the year. Rightfully mm-hmm. so. She does a lot. She cleans up a lot. Yeah. She allows. She allows them to be as aggressive as they were.
2: And that defender was um, ferocious. Okay, go ahead. Man,
1: it's just ahead. tough. I really want to give that it was a ferocious
2: part. up and under. you know what because I really want to... because the fans in Las Vegas when she was on the free throw line were chanting MVP. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and say Asia
1: gets it. What do you say? See, you're taking a
2: long time, my friend.
1: No, this one, this one's crazy. I mean, it has to be at, one freedom. So, the real answer, the lawyer okay. answer, if okay. you, we were, if you guys were my clients, <laughs> I would tell you, we'll have to see. It's, <laughs> that's a,
2: that's it's a, a mom time. answer. That's what I well, say. The,
1: I the, the answer to everything in law school, wherever it goes, if you guys ever go, the answer to everything in law school is. It depends. Then blah 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 blah.
2: That's a mom answer too. Depends. Right?
1: Yeah, it depends. But blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the uh, the court is more willing to oh, hear no. blah, blah 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 than the kids are. <laughs> uh, I don't. So I don't know. I mean, it's just hard to watch what Chelsea Great did today, and I didn't care about the stats. She dominated the game. She was dominating the game. She was. She was vicious. But, but she was so man. tough. Jackie's like a testament to how. You should play the game of basketball, right? She cuts well. She cuts hard. She gets the ball. She makes a quick decision. She goes to the rim. She gets contact. She's strong. She's fast. She's athletic. She's graceful. She's got a good shot. She's smart. And then you said, like, the best player in the world?
2: To her left and her right. Right.
1: Dude, it's like you got the best player in the world,
2: <laughs> Chelsea, and Asia. Lord. You got the
1: most clutch player in the world, the best player in the world, a player who's playing the best basketball, probably the season of her career, the yeah. season yeah. out of anyone. Any- uh, and and poor Kelsey Plum. I mean, Kelsey Plum is uh, she's not on. <laughs> I mean, I, I love you, Kelsey. Oh, uh, I love you. and you're playing great basketball, Plum dog. Yeah, but, but, but I can't even. Like, I can't even put her in the conversation.
2: She's running out of the stable with like these thoroughbreds, man. <laughs> All of them. I don't know. We can't go wrong. But let's just go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and. I'm
1: gonna You're gonna stand. go with Asia. I'm gonna stand on
2: it, Asia. <gasps> it makes my stomach hurt. It makes my stomach always tightens up when I'm like bold like that. But I'm going with Asia. I'm going with Asia, and and you know she's earned it to this point after two games in this final series. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna go with her stand with me Gabe on
1: that. <laughs> I'm still i still thinking I, I do want to I do want to answer a question. Um yeah, from so crazy I... from crazy LVAS fan. Uh, do the same voters from the regular season vote vote for the finals MVP? I don't believe so. I believe it's the media who are in the stadium. Yes. No, we don't. And oh, we got to vote. No, we we vote. yeah, we did this. What am I talking about? Yeah. We did this for the WNBA finals yeah. uh, in 2019. Yeah, and we picked.
2: We were in the building, that's why. Yeah, it was in DC when the Mystics who'd I, won. Who would I pick? Did I pick a?
1: I I don't know if I picked EDD or Emma.
2: Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Emma won it, but man, I don't. I don't remember. I was in a daze with all that confetti falling. I had confetti stuck all the
1: way. I had us doing that last Great. minute. Like <laughs> this game was too tight, man. Like we needed to do it before whatever. Uh, that was the anniversary was... yesterday
2: of that game too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw okay. I saw you with uh, our – all right, we'll talk about that Yeah. a second. Yeah. Let me give you my answer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stalling. I'm stalling. I'm sorry. You I'm are going with stalling. Jackie Young.
2: It, Matt, for me, we're rubbing off any <laughs> I
1: know, right? <laughs> I, I, it's, we have been like 100 and something episodes. Of, I think yeah, it's 100 12, 120. 120. Yeah. I'm picking Jackie Young because I just think
2: I'm not mad at it. There's
1: less answers for Jackie Young in New York's defense. I yeah. think they're going to work really hard to stop Asia in particular, and mm-hmm. they're going to say, hey – we can't really do much about Jackie at this point, anyways. We don't have, another, we don't have that many good options, yeah. so I just don't think there's gonna be. I think Jackie's gonna continue to get hers. Um, so if they win Game Three, or even if they win Game Four, if they win Game yeah. Four, I'm still confident in my pick that Jackie Young will be uh-huh. the Finals MVP. I'm not.
2: I'm not mad at it, and I'm not gonna argue with it because I, i you know, it could be any of them I, at this point. But I just think that. You know, Asia is playing with, I told you, a stack of chips on both shoulders, man. She uh, has taken this personally. And when people take things personally, you see a different level of fire. And she's brought that to the table. <clears throat> and who knows what the next, you know, game or two or three uh, will look like. But those first two games, listen, mm-mm. she will not be denied. And I think that's the that's the beauty of, of who she is, Um and I saw uh, Dawn Staley posted something tonight and she said, this is your harvest t- or your harvest time is coming, Asia Wilson. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, you know, she has that level of mentorship in her ear. Can you imagine that? Like you have your parents, right. And you have your teammates, your coaches like on site. Okay. We get that. Mm. But to have your college coach be that mentor for you, steering you as a pro Someone who has Olympic, you know, gold medals falling out of every bag that she owns uh, in, in a Dawn Staley. And to have that level of, um, uh, I don't know, confidence and um, confidentiality, you know, with your no. cook, that way, she knows Asia. And the fact that she supports her, not only on the phone, you know, in the house, but you know, publicly on on social and and everything like that. So, I mean, she's just in lockstep with her, and I think it's mm-hmm. beautiful. I really love that. I love to see that tonight. It made me smile. I was like, "Oh, look at Don! Like that." You know, that relationship is very, very sweet. Very. Oh sweet. yeah. And that's what coaching is all about. It's not just about the tactical side. It's about family. It's about team, right?
1: And there. What's the a- what's the the term that Don uses that you that you like? Which uh, oh, that Don me- uses. Dream, oh, merchant.
2: dream merchant dream yes 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 that's what she is
1: but she's and, but and she's she sticks around back. to see she she, she, she she sticks around for it it is it is it's beautiful um, and it's love lovely to see a lot of college players have that with oh players. yeah absolutely um especially absolutely. in this league where you know yeah. they're they're staying in college for longer uh, no, <laughs> no offense to the men but yeah you know, you get a lot more time with the coach in yeah. co- in uh, women's college basketball.
2: Develop those relationships, man. She's known her since she was a kid. Like, you know, coming in. Yeah. So I just think it's a really beautiful thing. But I, I liked how she, you know, stepped out and said something to her. You know, your harvest time is coming. I was just like, oh, that's such a strong statement too. Like the hope in that is so <laughs> leveled up. I love it. So I don't know it's just.
1: Uh, no. We'll see if it's on. Uh, what? What? When's that game? Sunday. It
2: is, what's today, Wednesday? Yes, so it's
1: Wednesday. Jeez.
2: Yeah, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. And that's why they were all in at the end of the game, and I think they were talking about that, too. Like, both teams had their starters in late in that game, you
1: yeah. know. Two, yeah, three, people, well, they, I mean, neither of these teams really have.
2: They. I mean, they have time to rest. You know, usually it's a two-day turnaround. Now they have more than that, so.
1: Um, I got three topics here that I want to touch on. All okay. right. Um, two of them are WNBA related, okay. Um, and then one of them is college basketball related. Where do you want to go first? We gotta go a little rapid fire because it's getting late. But like, oh,
2: okay, you know I'm a night owl. I don't care what time it is, Gabe. Yeah. Up and up. Well, it's getting late for me. Okay, <laughs> night, night <laughs> Okay, bring it on. What do we have first? What are we going with?
1: Uh, do you want college or WNBA?
2: Let's go to WNBA. Okay, Just
1: stay uh, with that. And we'll
2: college last.
1: The Chicago Sky have hired Teresa whoa, whoa. Teaspoon Tea.
2: Teresa Teresa
1: Willerspoon, uh, New Orleans Pelicans assistant associate head coach. I forgot mm-hmm. what her last title was there. Uh, mm-hmm. She did a great job there. Um, yeah. By all accounts, she's going to be the new head coach of the Chicago Sky. James Wade left midseason to go be a coach with the Toronto Raptors. Yes, uh, they kind of they did make the playoffs. Credit to them. They did. Still after that and now they're gonna go with teaspoon as the head um you know there's an element of you know a little bit like becky hammond right like NBA assistant coach to taking over her own (laughs) wmba franchise and coming in with all that cachet that comes with that i I think there's a a similar path towards being really really good Mm -hmm. for teaspoon in chicago uh how do you how do you like this hire
2: i am thrilled for teaspoon. I am thrilled for her. I am thrilled for her. I mean, this is her moment. This is her, this is her time. This is her, uh, this is her passion. Right. And, and she's standing in it on it. um, And all the young women playing in the, in the 12 team league, soon to be 13, possibly 14 team league are standing on her shoulders. And this is the day of the girl. Right. So Mm -hmm. there's a celebratory feel that I have, uh, for her being named to be the head coach in Chicago. Um, Dwayne Wade is bought in. He's you know he's gonna be there too, but copper man, she's gonna have such a great time playing for someone like Teaspoon. I-, I think it's gonna be really fun to watch what she does. She's gonna pour into them. She's gonna be a great teacher and a great leader for them. And I, I just think it's gonna it's gonna really change things for that team oh, and I yeah. think, you know, organizationally, I think it'll be great. When I say organizationally, I'm talking about how they manage the clock, how they work together defensively. I think you're really going to see her put her handprints, footprints all over that thing, heart prints. I think she's even put it all there for them. And, you know, she never um, gave in as a player. Um, I saw a clip from some podcast. She was on all the smoke or something from a couple years ago. And somebody said, um, when you were a rookie, you know, which which player kind of showed you what yeah, the league so was all it. about? And she was like, nobody. I was like, Why are you <laughs> say that great. You better say that. Like, but that's the kind of mentality she's gonna bring to the table as a head coach in the WNBA. And I just think you're gonna see more and more um past players come back and, and feed into this league. It's gonna be interesting to see who's hired for the Golden State team um mm-hmm. in the Bay. Uh, But just so many opportunities are there. Uh, I know that um, Tina Thompson is from L.A. You know, I know it's not the Bay, but it's on the West Coast. I mean, and I know she's working with the Portland Trailblazers. So that would be another, you know, person to come um, back from the WNBA coaching and and being in the league uh, on the NBA side and then coming to the WNBA. So I just I'm thrilled for her. I mean, she is she is walking in her passion. She is, I don't know, she is just such a purposeful person, and she's going to be a fantastic coach. How
1: about Asia Jones as a call for that Golden State team? When you mentioned Portland Trails players, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. She's there too. Oh, yeah, But for on Teaspoon, um, I'm interested to see what kind of coach she's going to be. Um, because I think you see Becky, mm-hmm. she came into a very different situation where this team was Gonna, they were they were planning to win a championship, and they did. No, oh, yeah, uh, in her first year, mm-hmm. and you saw her really spread out the offense and become that type type of coach. I mean, poor cards. Yeah, yeah, they love offense. She she really yeah. imbued that, but they became a really rugged defensive team yeah. as well as we just spent most of the first half of this podcast talking about, right? Like how good their defense was, how rugged it was, how how much effort they had. Right. Yeah. So that's a and and you know they, when I say all this, it kind of sounds like Greg Popovich who was her boss I was about to in see. right. Mm-hmm. So you see that influence come down and I'm interested to see what kind of influences um, Teresa has had. I mean, she was a mm-hmm. head coach. She's yeah. been, she's been coaching um, in the women's game uh, before. So mm-hmm. she's coming back in and I'm just interested to see what kind of coach she's going to be, what she's going to mm-hmm. run. Uh, does she going to sure. favor more of an up, up tempo type of thing? I'm yeah. sure she will. I mean, what coach in America has come Absolutely. in. And so they did. Yeah. Every coach in America comes in, We want to go fast. We're ready. let's go I Locking the ball up. Let's but look. I think I think yeah. they're also <laughs> gonna have hopefully um even more of that rugged defensive identity because I think when you look at someone like a clear copper, that's hey the clear when you say clear copper and teaspoon that's a that's a little heck of a tandem right there in terms it. of mentality in terms of dog mentality. they will have it. I think I think Teaspoon can even imbue it. They got Marina Mabry there. we got we got a squad there. Yeah. They're low on draft picks, so it's going to affect the long term health.
2: Yeah.
1: But but I do think they um they're they're going to be in good hands right now. And and they're they're competing. They're they're looking to compete. So I think it's yeah. a good hire, especially with her background player development as well. Maybe yeah. she can take some of those lower draft picks and turn them yeah. into something. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm excited for Teaspoon. I'll I think it. it's a great. Great hire, um,
2: legendary for her. Legendary, like her career. Legendary
1: for the league. I mean, we—you know—we just we spent some time talking weird. about this in our last show. Like, this is the first matchup between players, former players, um, and you know, hopefully, teaspoons going to join that club. And yeah. and then there's another former player in the finals, um, yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah. I, I do want to tie tie up one end from oh. last week's show. The WNBA is expanding to San Francisco. We just Go talked about it. Going to the Bay, baby. Going to the Bay. Woo, Chase Center. Um, Steph Curry, Joe Lacob. <laughs> the Golden State something's. I don't know, mate. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what they're gonna call them. I don't know. They haven't come up with that yet, though. No, right? no. Just that's, that's, that's calling for a while.
2: them Golden State WNBA. That's their social handles.
1: Yeah, but I guess like, we'll stick with the Golden State. Yeah. The, the Golden State thing. I don't know. <laughs> sure they'll have like a poll. Call, pole call them San like Francisco. That. It's so annoying. Like,
2: just... yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think about that because I can get
1: creative. <laughs> San Francisco seals. That was a hockey team. No, no. The seals. No. You are been San Francisco?
2: I have, but we oh. can't. They can't name them that. <laughs> They're so cute. Okay. Zoo to it. That, that's Wait, so cute. L- let's
1: see. We gotta keep it. We yeah. can't name this team right now. We're gonna i mean, not I need C- more time. You know that. So. Okay, I'm right. not seals. Okay, <laughs> seals is off the board. Not on the board. If you yes. have seals on your board, take Dang. it off.
2: <laughs> Get it off there. We're not doing that. That's
1: what we're not gonna do. Okay, go ahead. San Francisco, come up with a name, put it in the comments. Yeah. Whoever yeah. has it's a good comment, so we'll we'll start we'll circle back to this. If everyone yeah. watching wants to give us a name for the San Francisco team. Yeah. It could be a Golden State San Francisco. I don't care. Um, <laughs> and, and now the college basketball topic that I want to get to. Yeah. Very go. important. Caitlin Clark. Your girl.
2: That's my dog now.
1: That's your dog. CC. Let's go. She said she's treating this year as if it's her last <sighs> in college basketball. I know. That doesn't necessarily mean she's leaving. It doesn't. But it does mean that that seems to be her intent. Um, Very interesting. Very interesting for next year's draft class. It kind of changes how I was thinking about the draft class. I was like, I think Caitlin's going back, but we shall see. Um, Now that she said that though, uh, feels, how are you Mm -hmm. feeling?
2: I feel that that could be a possibility. I mean, she has... You know, so many NIL deals, you know, with Nike and State Farm Mm -hmm. and all these other things, um, which could easily, I think, I don't know how it all works when you transfer from college to pro and the deals that you have with these companies, I don't think they would go away, right? I think she would still deal with these companies. So it's not like, well, she better stay in there and keep those NIL deals. Well, I think she might keep them, but I have to investigate and and find out exactly business-wise how that works. So I mean, that would be the only reason for her to come back again after this year, I would think. But oh. if it I mean, if it's a financial decision that she's making, I mean she's always gonna have the heart to play for Iowa. I mean, she's she's gonna always want that. So that's not up for, for questioning. But
1: And being in college it's, is awesome.
2: Yeah. The college town and college and, is awesome. Yeah. And I was just at the, you know, Big Ten Media Days, the last two days at yeah. Minneapolis on Monday and Tuesday this week. And she's just so engaging to the media and she knows who she is. And when I say she knows who she is, she understands her role, not only for Iowa, but for women's basketball as a whole. Mm-hmm. And she has a tremendous amount of respect for both. And you hear that every time she speaks. And I'm not just saying that because I've covered her since freshman yeah. year. I'm not. I am saying that with an organic um observation of, of who she is as a person. And I think she cares so much about Iowa. She cares so much about women's sports. She said she played every single sport, <laughs> you know, when she was growing up. You know, soccer was one of the main things, which is why she's very shifty and has a great eye with her passes oh. because of her oh, soccer I'm skills. Too. Yeah. So I mean You know, she's a a staunch competitor and obviously has that fire in her belly to compete. Um, So when you have the opportunity coming up this weekend, which I'll be at this game, breaking news here. I will be at the game in um, Cynic in the football stadium. We're going to be calling this game. And Gabe, let me tell you this. It's going to be cold. I know 55 degrees. I'm trying to figure out what's what we're no, doing. That's you not know. that bad. I don't like being cold, but anyway, <laughs> but I'll warm myself up. I'll, I'll layer it up. I'll hook it up something. I don't know. Um, But it's outside in the football field on the football stadium. Um, And they're going to convert the football field into a basketball floor, much like the Nebraska volleyball that had over 92,000 uh-huh. people fill the stadium right now. I've heard Today we had a call, a production call, and it's close to sixty thousand uh, tickets that have been sold already for that game. Wow. And so fifty high fifties, high fifties. It was forty, it was forty eight on Monday, but then today it's it's you know continuing to balloon. So they're playing DePaul, um, and it's going to be outside. And after the first quarter. They're going to do what the football team does after every first quarter, oh. which is wave at the hospital. And all oh, this is going to make me cry. But um, yeah, well, that's very it will, uh, But, You cry. know, it was uh, Gabby you know, Marshall. Don't stand chance. Oh, I'm going to be done. Um, but Gabby Marshall, Caitlin Clark, and Hannah Stolke were the three athletes there for the um, media day on Monday. And I asked them, hey, what do you think that's going to feel like? And Gabby Marshall was like, you know, it's going to be amazing. We get to wave to the hospital, um, the children's hospital that's right there. That All the kids are going to be in the window, and it's really going to be special because you have only been at the stadium and the football team does it, and we get a chance to do it. And Caitlin Clark was like, you know, I think it's amazing for women's sports. Um, Nebraska had it with volleyball, and then that's when she said, I played all these different sports. So um, it's really going to be an opportunity to show women's athletics the respect that it's due. And then we get to Hannah, and Hannah says, you know what? it's going to be really special because we give those kids hope. And then she started crying and then I was done. I was, I just, I was like clutching pearls here. And I, you know, cause I only asked like, what does it mean to you? And then that's what it meant to her that, you know, these terminally ill um, babies are going to be in the window and they get to serve them up a piece of joy in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm not going to make it through that. Um, but just to, to hear it from these young women, you know, they were sitting there in a trio and they said that, um, you know, all different perspectives, but all of them very meaningful. And, you know, just that it brought Hannah Stolke to tears in that moment was, uh, it was, everyone was kind of like, you know, we didn't know what to do. You know, I was just like, well, um that they really feel deeply and genuinely uh, love their, their opportunity to impact more than just basketball. Which is why I have the shirt on today. What is it? Oh, wait, wait. Bigger than
1: basketball. There it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it is. That's what it is. And I think it's going to be so much fun. I'll be there with Mike Hall and uh, Megan McHugh and Wallace. She just got married, so she has 100 names like me now. Oh. Uh, So she's going to be, Megan's on sidelines. Doug Bruno, obviously the coach for DePaul, who always does um, charity games for autism. They play against Northwestern. Joe McEwen is Megan's dad, and her brother, Joe's son, also has autism. So there's like this collective um, support system for always being able to reach out in the community. And this game is for charity. It doesn't count for wins, losses for either team. It's like a preseason game, but. Um, proceeds from um, ticket sales will go to the hospital um, for those kids. So it's just going to be an all around great opportunity to uh, be in an environment of caring. And that's what we need in this world. Again, (laughs) it's bigger than basketball, way bigger than basketball. And there's so many things going on in the world right now um, that are so sad and, and, and terrifying, but to be in a place of peace like that, um, and to know that you're impacting babies and, and families um, in a positive, healthy, nurturing, loving way uh, is what it's all about. So I'm looking forward to it greatly. And um, it'll be a lot of fun to be involved in that broadcast on Big Ten Network. I'll put that out there.
1: So it's Big Ten Network on Sunday.
2: Sunday. Sunday. at uh, In Iowa,
1: obviously. Yeah. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's going gonna- to it's gonna be interesting. It's a, I was just reading. I was just reading the article there. Um, you know, uh, it's gonna be interesting because Caitlin was like, "There's gonna be some air balls.
2: I know. She said it depends on how windy it is. How I mean, volleyball is different because exactly. you can put some force on it, yeah. but that once it leaves, it can go any kind of way. Yeah,
1: I guess volleyball too. But you
2: know, I think, I think the basket
1: layups. How much is wind gonna affect the?
2: I mean, as long the the as the balls does not go know. up
1: that high in volleyball.
2: No, you're right. As long as it's not a double ram, they'll be all right.
1: I think. But you know, hey, look, double it's, it's a, they're doing it for an amazing cause. Uh, <laughs> it's an amazing, it's an amazing idea. I think it's going to yeah. look great. Um I, I actually really like Kinnick Stadium. It's somewhere I've always wanted to go. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not cold. Uh, that, that would suck. I suck. it's supposed to be fifty-five,
2: which isn't too bad.
1: You're but gonna have,
2: have a hat and I might have my coat
1: on. You're gonna have a weird time calling this game. I don't know if I you know, know. this I just about hope a football this, stadium. Too windy. But it doesn't I mean you're behind you you're behind the glass, but you're like you're gonna be far uh, now. Oh,
2: we're gonna be up there. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'll be fine. Thank yeah, you yeah. for that. I forgot. <laughs> I don't know why I was they can't you
1: the put line. you in football out there in the elements. I they did we that to me one be. time. At a a school that shall not be named. Oh,
2: we're going to be up in the glass.
1: At a school that shall not be named, um, that I went to to cover a football game, they put me on top of the roof of the press box because there was not enough room. And it was a very cold day in the region in which I was, and it was very cold rain. And so I was like, I'm out of here. I
2: was up there for a quarter. Well, lightning—you're on the top of that thing and Oh, there wasn't, there wasn't.
1: There was lightning, oh, and, and no. for, until later, I think there was lightning after I left. By I left, I was like, no. I'm not. See, that's. I, nuts. they ain't paying me enough to be up there now.
2: <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't rain. That's the one thing. But I think yeah. if it does, though, they're going to move it into Carver if it if it rains. That's the backup, but which is obviously right there on campus. But um, must not even speak that into existence. But it's supposed oh, to be no. nice. Supposed to be, no! it's supposed to be nice. I think it's, no, it's um, the weather is supposed to hold off for us. So. Um, but I think it's going to be a wonderful event and, uh, you know, just to be a part they of
1: it. They should stick a double rim out there.
2: <laughs> no, thanks, man. Double rims are the worst, but they do help you. But you know, if you're not used to them, that's, that's not, uh, it's not pretty hoops. If you <laughs> D-
1: Double rim, concrete court. <laughs>
2: yeah. The, the ball
1: that no one wants.
2: I know. With all the shreds yeah. off of it. Oh, yeah. I miss those things. <laughs> Hooping outside, yeah. double rim.
1: That's a. That's, I think it'd be, it'd be a fun thing to do, but I think that is going to be awesome. Looking forward to listening to your call. I did not know that was happening on. I can't believe it's this Sunday.
2: Sunday, uh, I know early. It's the first. It tips off women's basketball. That's like yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about, and because the
1: season's underway in less than a month. Yeah, less than a month. We're going to have to quickly transition over to previewing uh, women's college basketball. I know. I just week.
2: did my first votes for college basketball this really? week. Yeah, top twenty. I was.
1: I'm putting together my votes. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do our. We'll do a, a preview of our two conferences, the ACC and the Big Ten. Oh uh, yeah, we'll we somewhere. will. I'm not sure. I, I don't think we're gonna be able to get to all of them. Oh, I know. Since I think the... we can get to the first two. <laughs>
2: yeah, we will definitely we'll do, do it. We'll do it piecemeal, like we always do. Get through
1: all of them. And if the Aces win on Sunday, we got <laughs> a lot more time to talk about whatever we they want. Do. So Aces. You. If you want to take care of it, get the sweep. Uh, we can we can start talking about college basketball. But Christy, I think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about night. ready to go to bed.
2: Time for night night for you? Okay. We'll send John out of here, Gabe. It's time to go to bed. Okay. Hey, you guys. Listen, this is so much fun. Post game live right here courtside on the Her Hoop Stats podcast network with courtside Christy and Gabe. We'll be back next week to probably be talking about a sweep but we don't know i mean new york may come with
1: (laughs) it just because christy predicted it
2: (laughs) i know for a change we'll see if i'm right or if game is right we may extend to a four or five game series with these two great teams the aces and the liberty but until then take care be safe watch the game on sunday it's going to be historical and uh yeah Love on your folks, people. We'll see you guys next time. For Gabe Ibrahim, I'm Christy Winter Scott. Bye-bye now. Love, love. Bye. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented,
0: they'll be on Autotrader. Just you wait. Autotrader.